When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Friday is right there around the corner. People waking up early to fight large crowds to shop. To save $20 or $40 or maybe even 100 bucks. that's the reason? Here's another way you could spend your Black Friday. Sleep in. Visit thecanopygroup.com. Request a quote on your home and auto insurance. And uh, you avoid the long lines. You avoid the tug-of-war for merchandise. All you get out of it is better insurance coverage that'll save you an average of $800 annually. Then take your $800 savings and have your own Black Friday, maybe next Wednesday. This savings will continue each and every year as the Canopy Group's 40 professionals shop your coverage with their 16 companies, saving you money a year in and year out. Just think of the great gifts you can buy with $800. Go to thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get the best coverage for the best price in the comfort of your own home. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick, I believe the Vikings game qualified for an Augie. I was going to just say, it would have been a weekend filled with yoo-hoo-hoos from Augie, starting with the Gopher game, which the Gopher game is all on the coach. To me, the Gopher game sure. lost that loss. You you decided to play god awful, take no chances football to give those clowns from Iowa who can win no other kind of game a chance. Right? Yeah. You 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 gave them a chance to win one of the most putrid football games ever seen on the hollowed ground or whatever the hell we call that stadium now. Right? Yes. Uh, but the other game, I mean, that was, to me, a delightful ass kicking. Because if you're gonna get if you're gonna get beat, why not like that? It was fun. Because a week ago we were gonna have a parade for him. It was the happiest we'd ever been with. We were talking about this is the most fired up people have been about the Vikings since Far from 2009, right? At least. Maybe 98. Mm-hmm. And then to come out, that's what makes, I said this on Twitter, that's what makes this sports, this great, wonderful mystery that we all follow. That you can go from the highest of highs to just get in your face. Too bad it wasn't in the old Met Stadium mud. So they could have gotten their face shoved into the mud because and that one that only started on the first play of the game when they the 
He runs around Micah. I mean, Micah runs around Derso. Yeah. He's still playing then. You knew it was trouble. Run then. around him. Yep. Absolute sprint to Kirk. And the fumbles, they fumble, and it's over. It's over. It was just a romp from there. I, I could not believe, though, we made a big deal about the worst loss ever in the city limits of Minneapolis. But it was the Cowboys' largest margin of victory ever in a road game. Yeah. It was 63 a- seasons. That's what they said on TV. Yeah. Oh, I buy about, that. With about five minutes to go, they said. Because they didn't go away from us. Here's how bad it was. Reavers is in Florida, right? Yeah. Um, down there. I don't know why. But uh I'm sure he drove them. He he's watching the game at some bar in Tampa, you know, on the water. And they switch away in the middle of the third quarter to a more and they announce we're going to a more competitive game. How bad does it have to be for Fox to leave a Cowboys game? How bad does it have to be? CBS? Or CB- it, it was, was a CBS. rare CBS NFC game. game. Oh, CBS. Okay, but I anyway, don't know where I was watching it. It's saying it's not. I love that though. We're going to a more, more competitive, competitive game, game than this horse bleep. <laughs> but that's to me. It's and then they went to who? The I don't even know who. Not nothing special. Cincinnati and somebody. Uh, Pittsburgh. I think Cincinnati or like and that. Pittsburgh. But that's. I mean, you don't leave the Cowboys game. That's great. Now, obviously, in Texas, they didn't leave the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Game. That they were Vikings having, fans wish they had. Yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah, they would have probably over in Wisconsin. They were they the Packers played earlier, right? Thursday. Oh, that's right. They played the, the Packers, Titans. They lost Thursday, but uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was just an amazing track meet to uh, to the quarterback. Seven sacks, and <clears throat> he was definitely looking to see where the pass rush was coming more than he was looking down the field to see if there's anybody to throw the ball to. Yeah. How many uh, passes did he end up completing? Do you know? I think it's like 12. 12, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, it was. Mm. The line, I, I don't remember the last time the line looked that bad. Mm-hmm. And the line's had some bad days previous and, to the season. And I heard Bursage this morning, and, and he was talking about when they brought the blitz and stuff. But uh, Sue Ann had a stat today uh, that I saw in his column that of the seven sacks, six were four just man. with a four-man. Yep. So, How about that? Yeah. Wow. It was – but the middle is terrible. And then Cleveland right? – I mean, Bradbury and Ed Ingram shouldn't be playing. It's not his fault. Mm-hmm. And then, you know who else got run over a couple of times? O'Neal, our hero, our guy on the oh, right. Oh, the entire he, line. He got pushed off the ball. Darisaw struggled before he, he went back out with a concussion, and Blake Brandle's got no chance. But how about – the way Dallas Dallas has got about seven of them on that offensive line, right? I don't know how long they can afford to keep all of them, but they got they got new guys that come in and just boom. They got <clears throat> they got the big guys in the middle, but then they can in past situations they can replace them with two small fast guys and uh, and Parsons is oh incredible. Yeah, but how much influence does he have with McCarthy that he leaves the game? hobbling, and he comes back in because he wants another sack or two, right? I guess, and he yeah. must have told him I'm going back in. Yeah, and he must have said, no, you're not. you got a game Thursday, dummy. they got a reasonably tough. Who do they play Thursday? Somebody good, right? Somebody they play really, the Giants, right? Yeah, the Giants are kind of desperate now after getting getting beat over the weekend. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, I was surprised Kirk didn't get taken out. 
in the third quarter because he was getting his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah, he was, and uh, he obviously, uh, he obviously, we they were not prepared for what they were, were going to face they, nope. in in any nope. way. They certainly were not prepared with the defense that had Jordan Hicks trying to run down Tony Pollard. <laughs> did they? That ain't gonna work. Did they realize Tony Pollard was good? Uh, well, they certainly didn't look prepared after that first little pass where he took it to the house. They might have said, "Ah, we better do something here." But uh, Ed Donatel, did you? Did we prepare for this guy at all? Yeah, I don't know about Ed. I would agree with you. I don't. I have serious questions yeah, about that. Yeah, I think he wants to do what he's always done, and the league keeps getting changed. The keep league keeps changing, right? I, you know what I think he is? I think he is hired by association because yeah. he was Fangio's guy, right? Yeah, and Fangio's good, and so yeah. Ed must be good. That's not necessarily true. What about this? Mm-hmm. This this really makes uh, Thursday night's game interesting, though, know, to see to see if the boys are. Back up, fired up, and or if they're sitting around looking at each other, saying what happened. But luckily, they're playing a team with. If you score seventeen points, you should beat them, right? Yeah, New England. Yes. Yeah, the Patriots can't score. They've no. They get. They're they, like they're Iowa. Off, yeah, their offensive line is terrible. I mean, they're terrible only because they're all hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. They probably like three of them are. Uh, They've got like three guys out. I think. I think the center yeah. got hurt again. Mm-hmm. And. uh so, but you know damn well, Belichick's going to have something for you defensively. They're not going to have this kind of pass rush, but uh, they they got a good one. They don't though. give up any points. You know, well, they, what have they won? They won four out of five or something, all with defense basically. So. And I think they're second in the league to sacks to the Cowboys, so they'll mm-hmm. get to the quarterback. And uh, Christian Darrisaw is not going to play, so no. I'm not super confident about the left tackle. Oh God, was he terrible? He's got who is he? Is he a draft choice? What, what, who is it? Blake Brandall. Is he uh, some guy they took off the scrap heap or what? I didn't know anything about him. I can him. check. He might be. They don't spend. They didn't spend any money on backup linemen. In other words, right? Nope. They have no plans for the backup linemen. Well, they you know they signed that Chris Reed. Yeah, but, but he hasn't been, been hurt all year. That, that poor Schlotman came in. False started. They yanked him back Who's out. Who's he? Austin I never Schlott, heard of him. He's a veteran. He was with the uh, Broncos. Mm-hmm. And the Vikings offensive line coach is a former Broncos guy. Okay. So he so knows he him. he says, ah, he's okay. He'll, Schlottman will be okay. Sixth round pick, 2020. Blake Brandle attended Oregon State. Okay. Yeah. Well, oof. He was, uh, he had. Milwaukee. I mean, I mean that's, a, that's a pretty big load for a guy. Go in there and block Micah for us, will you, son? Jeez. Well, and, you know, Darisaw up until this had been just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And O'Neal had a bad day, and Darisaw, I mean, Micah did blow by Darisaw a couple of When did he leave? Middle of the second quarter? Uh, yes, I bo- yes, yes, he did. And I saw the play. It, it was another sack that might have been on him. The guy hit it. It's not Parsons. The Dallas guy hits him helmet to helmet, and you can mm-hmm. see his head go yeah, back. Yeah, and I'm sure that's when it happened. You know, wily old Uncle Pat, as we call him. I've been saying for weeks now. When they asked me about the Vikings, I said, "Stay healthy." You know, <laughs> it's the NFL. If you got two guys hurt, you can survive. Of course, one of the guys that got hurt now is not somebody you can survive. Derisaw, right? But when you start getting five or six injuries. 
And, oh, yeah. Then things go to hell. Certain guys, too. Yeah. Left and, tackles. Yeah. Corner, corner this booth, this We never knew how booth, good, cared, how much we needed Dantzler. You know, what happened to him? Is he out for a while? He's on the IR. Oh, really? What so did he four, do? He's going to miss an ankle four, or something? Yes. And he's going to miss four games. And then he got replaced by the fourth round rookie, Caleb Evans, who has a concussion, and wow. he didn't get out of the protocol. And so Booth, who they How tra- about Duke? Where was Duke? Round. Duke is a guy. Duke is a guy they signed now, off the street. Yeah, but Duke looked like a superstar I compared to Andrew Booth. Had no idea what the hell he was doing. That pick might look like it might not contribute as much as we thought. Yeah, it's a little early, but yeah, that's a second round. Trying pick. to find out what uh, second, second rounder they traded up for him, too. Right? Yeah, shouldn't a second rounder be able to step in and not look terrible? Look, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. Is that asking a lot? You know what his problem was? When that receiver went down, he'd go uh, like that. He'd give him yep. a little head fake, and that yep. that kind of threw him off. <laughs> yeah, that's never good. <laughs> no, when he when CD it, Lamb's when gonna beat you there. Yeah, when the simplest of all things. Hey, oh hell, okay, I'm gonna jump this route now. I know he's going by you. So um, that was beautiful. Yet, let me say this: for the weekend of football, the Gophers' loss was much more disgusting. Don't you agree? This was just an ass kicking. Yep. And, you know, you're coming off the great game and you get your skull cheer and you're all thinking great. And all of a sudden you get punched right off the bat and you never recover. The Gophers' loss to me was a season long achievement award of being, of embarrassing yourself given an opportunity that was great. Ah. Now, uh, I want to repeat this. People keep saying I jumped on the PJ bandwagon and they started losing. I jumped on the PJ wagon just for fun. And they went and beat Michigan State 37 to 6 or whatever it was, right? 30 to 7, whatever it was. They kicked the hell out of them. Then suddenly. They decided they didn't want to play offense anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, they played Purdue. They let Purdue hold them to 10 points. Look at Purdue's scores. Now, Purdue won it with defense against Saturday against mighty Northwestern, 17-9 to or something. Mm-hmm. But they stopped. I don't know what what what's wrong. Why they stopped throwing the ball. I know they don't have great receivers, but how do you know? You never throw to them. It's like Ottman Bell got yeah. hurt, and slowly but surely they, they said, said, "Well, never going to pass again." Yeah, Chip had a stat I saw. I mean, other people did too. Fifth fewest passes yep. in Division One football. Three of the teams behind him are the service academies. Second year in a row. Yeah, that they've been that that low. That they've. I believe last year they only exceeded the service academies, and now it's uh, the service academies. And was it New Mexico State? Yeah, it was Jerry. Yeah. Coach Jerry, and Jerry, by the way, has missed one game, San Jose game. Didn't They got, the kid died, and uh, they didn't play that San Jose game. So they're one game short. Mm-hmm. But Navy, Navy on Saturday won a game throwing one pass and not completing it. Navy. <laughs> so you're, ahead, you're throwing it That's more a game than you would have loved, by the way. You're throwing it more than Navy, but just barely. It was, it was... And as I said to start this, Judd, you're playing right into Iowa's hands. If you can get the game moving at all, then Iowa's got to try to do something with this Petrus. You know, now Petrus, they did set up the one play for a touchdown and the kid dropped it. And then then they did complete the one to the 
tight end down the middle. By the way, the interception the guy scored. Yeah, that's what Chip told me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, and this is the great thing about college football. If they rule he stayed in bounds, they can review it. If they ruled he stepped out, they can't review it. Why is that the rule? I maybe because they, they review every they, play. Maybe they think if they blow the whistle, then the other team stop. But it, this was I, you know. But when you looked at it, there was no indication he stepped out of bounds. But they didn't review it. So I mean, it was probably two inches. But how about how about the how about airing on the side of? It's a touchdown. We'll review it. Absolutely. Instead That's of, what. Yeah. Instead of making a call and being wrong, I would always let it go. Yeah. Just let if the it, touchdown go. Yeah, and then review it. Yeah. Yeah, but they're Big Ten officials. I think when I retire from newspapering and work at it a couple of years, I can become a Big Ten referee. The guy running You're that show young. had to be eighty six. You're pretty young for what that. What the hell is he? What do they got all these fossils out? They've always had these aged, you know, same guys making the same screw ups every week. It's, um, uh, you know, but that that didn't have much to do with the uh, outcome of that game. Wow, were you over there? Did you go? No, no, no. I, I went off. to the wild game at, okay. and that started at seven. So. Okay. I couldn't get to both, and uh, mm-hmm. not that I picked a great game, but uh, it was better than the Gophers. Okay. So they, uh, uh, I wonder what, uh, I didn't see many crowd shots. How was how was the crowd? Did they get 40? I didn't look at what the attendance was. It looked I, like. I was, I was, but they didn't get the usual influx of Iowans. Because the Iowans are The Iowans are disgusted with the Ferentz boys. By the way. Embarrassed Big Ten all-time embarrassments. If I was your West champion, which if they win Friday, they will be decline. <laughs> yes, right. forfeit. Yes, we're let not gonna, the Buckeyes or the Michigan. We're not playing either. I'm sorry, we're not going to play them. But they, I think Iowa already lost to both of them. Right? Those were two of their losses. I think yes. I think you're right. This was well. This Iowa team's not good. No, no, no they're terrible. But yeah. here's what I said. If they lose Saturday, the Gophers, they will be under 500 yep. in the Big Ten playing the worst schedule since Germany surrendered, you know, and since World War II. But somebody kept saying, which war, you know, were some of the responses on Twitter. But they've never had a schedule like this in their history. You know, when they played nine no. games, because the, the, the Nebraska, Iowa, the Wisconsin are all bad at the same time. And, you know, you didn't play Michigan or Ohio State. You played you played one really tough team, Penn State. And Illinois, you know, was there. How about Bielema, by the way? He took the Big Ten. To, he's going to end up getting fined or something. Oh, I saw the quote, he yeah. He basically said it was fixed. Yeah. You know. That this is the way the Big Ten. That runs. was incredible. Yeah, it was. He just went. He went. Right it looked at like him. it was made up because it was so over the top. Yeah, but it was. Uh, well, there were some calls there that at the end that he he got all the penalties at the end and. Uh, uh, but yeah, I got. I wonder what the Big Ten has done today to uh, respond to this. But this is an all. He's basically saying Kevin Warren wants Ohio State and Michigan to both be undefeated. Yeah, you know. 
But this is an all-time, this golfer's, oh. I, I don't know what you call it, choke job. Yeah. I um, mean, it was there for him. There's no doubt. He he is one of the worst big-time in-game coaches I've ever seen. I wonder, does he take all the influence? He must. He must tell him I don't want to. He must tell his offensive guy he doesn't want to throw the ball. Let's keep running it. I mean, Mo ended up, he fumbled on his 14th carry of the drive. Yeah. 14. I mean, they were they were going right down the field, but you give the ball to a guy 14 times, something bad can happen. So, and then they get it right back, mm-hmm. and then they decide, okay, now we're now, now we're going to try to pass because it's third and seven or something. And right? the poor kid throws the pick. Yep, they got they batted around a little, and everybody say you can't blame the kid. Well, it was not it was not a well thrown ball. It was like. Receiver, but he to... can't manage the clock. PJ, he can't manage no. the clock. He cannot. There's no idea how to use timeouts. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad, bad, poorly coached game to mm-hmm. say the least. Uh, and now you're going to go to the. They lose Saturday, Motor City Bowl. Here we come, right? Yeah. If they lose Saturday. Yeah, I think it's changed his name, but yeah, you're going to uh, Detroit. I heard PJ this morning on the uh, the big uh, shooting FM station at eleven o'clock or ten, and uh, it was hard to tell who was more depressed, him or Paul Allen, after uh, the weekend events. I just heard the end of it, but Wisconsin has uh, you know their usual outstanding offensive line, uh, big time running back. And uh, really great receivers like they always have. So we're setting up the loss. Always have. So that's, forget what you've seen. That is a typical Wisconsin powerhouse. Kind of like when Taylor played for them. uh, uh, So this is the official way in 2022 to replace Sid, right? Yes. To tell Paul. Yeah, that this is really, really Set up the loss. Yeah, really good. uh, But he sounded a little down in the dumps. PJ. (laughs) He should be. Yes, yes. I don't think he's in trouble, but oh, I mean, no, he's not in trouble at all. But yeah, he should be. Everybody, down uh, our guy Ross down the hall, who's all in on the Gophers, says a couple of years he could be in the hot seat. He's got five years. They won't run him. You off. know what, Pat? I don't think it matters. I've decided after this season, I don't know that it matters who you bring in here. But here, you're playing in the West. You got a hundred and seventy-five million dollar. Complex. This is not the old times when you had to go over and show them the leaky Beerman building as your uh, as your thing. You got this. You got you got advantages that no coach has ever had here, as far as uh, and and you can cheat as much as you want. Now nobody's ever ineligible. Nobody flunks out. It's impossible to flunk out anywhere in America. You send a kid to college. Unless the kid, you know, tries to rob the bursar's office, they're going to keep taking money from him. And nobody's going to flunk out. And so you ne- you don't have to worry about eligibility. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, getting somebody in school. You don't have to worry about anything. They got advantages they've never had. And, uh, the, pro- and, and the product should be better than it is. And, and people keep saying... He's the first coach since 1904 to win 11 games in a season. And the fact that for the first 70 of those years, 
they didn't play 11 games does not uh, right. seem to affect right. anybody. But, so. but we sure were excited. 2019, right? Oh, God, Penn yeah. State, you went and kicked Auburn's butt. Yeah, beat Auburn bad. Uh, the fact Auburn was... Dobbers were down. And uh, and it's gone completely backwards since then. Yes, it has. 2000, well, it was the COVID. Right. Then last year it was, yeah, but they ended up, what, five and four? Last year in the yeah. Big Ten, something like that. But, you know, but they played a little tougher schedule yeah. last year. And they played a little better, but it wasn't 2019. Mm-hmm. Last year you had them. But this was the Bowling Green game plan that yes. they used Saturday. Illinois, too, last year. Yeah. Here. We're afraid right. we're playing Bowling Green and we're afraid to make mistakes. Yes, get them in a track meet and kick their ass, Chase. You know, yes. get it move, get the game moving. And he has no idea how to change the flow. Then no, that's the other thing. No, it's uh, it was uh, it was a, it was a this season is a fiasco, a disaster. Yes, in my opinion, because you'll never because you've got the Wolverines and Buckeyes back on the schedule yes, next year. Right? Okay. Yep. So. And uh, I think there's a uh, now the non-conference. They open with Nebraska, I believe. Yes, they do. Yeah. Nebraska will have a new coach who might know what he's doing. I don't know. Lane Kiffin is my prediction. A lot of people think no, but Lane Kiffin, perfect spot for Big Lane. For perfect spot. Lane comes home. Yeah. He found out playing Alabama this week. He'll never beat Alabama. He found that out. Uh, and they'll give him nine, ten million. If he wants to come back, and he is the, to me, Lane Kiffin is the Eric Musselman mm-hmm. of college football. Just bring him in. You're going to have some athletes. <laughs> You're going to have some athletes. And now you can get them any way you want to, right? Yes. Yeah, You're right. There's no more cheating, really. Yeah, I mean, you can be, the name, image, and likeness of Nebraska is, you know, go out to some farm and say, boy, this guy's got nice cows, and they're going to give him, uh, you know, Two hundred. If if you get the right players, yeah, Kemp's money is not going to be an object. So uh, I don't know, but they'll probably make a dumb hire like Lance Leopold. Is you hear that rumor? Well, he knows he's a good offensive genius, but is he going to get? Is he going to get athletes from New Jersey like they yeah. used to get out there? How has this guy not found a quarterback, Fleck? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're not uh, two years, kid, three we're, years We're now all on to the kid. How do we know? We haven't seen him try to do anything. Right. I'm predicting that they go to Wisconsin and throw 20 passes, that they try to do something. Because why not? Right. The season is over. Right. You've ruined the season. They're expecting you to come in and run Mo 50 times. This is, they got to go down there and throw the ball but, and find out if this kid can do anything. But how can you not come out here and throw the ball against Iowa? I don't know. Which can't match you if you have any success. No. No, if you get Iowa in any kind of a up and down game, they got no shot. The bride's calling Oh, she's me. calling you back. Yep. Too late. Sorry, honey. <laughs> um, uh, it's just, yeah, it's, ma- it's maddening to watch the ineptitude. Mm-hmm. I'm married to a 12-year-old when it comes to the cell phone, except she doesn't check your, check her texts either. They don't answer well, their phone. Not, yeah. They don't answer their phone. None of them answer their phone, no. but she doesn't check. They at least no. check their That text. was the problem with the polling. <clears throat> yes. That's why they got the polling wrong, because they did, the no, young people never picked no, their no, phones they don't up. Pick their, that's right. That's right. They didn't. They, they all they didn't voted, know, but they didn't They didn't know them. that every uh, 28-year-old woman in America was going to uh, vote the other way. I think, they, uh, I think 
Dawn uses her cell phone more for games, mm-hmm. playing games, than she actually does for anything else. Really? Yeah. yeah. She loves to play the games on the, the phone. The, the oh. nephews, I got you know six of them all under mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. And they, they, same thing, Uncle Declan, can I, can I use your phone to oh, play yeah. games? I have no games. I have mm-hmm. Twitter. Twitter's my game. Yeah. Instagram, TikTok, that's either. my well, game. They'll, they'll put them on your phone well, in a minute will. if you give them a, if, if, yeah, you, if, you let, if you let them have them. I'm glad you don't. That's yeah, no, good. No, mm-hmm. Uncle Declan doesn't do that. Well, both down. of my grandkids now have phones, so they don't have to borrow mine and have some goofy-looking stuff on there yep. sometimes or another. But uh, Parents paying for it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm sure the parents are paying for it. Yeah, who else would be paying for it? They don't have any money. Although, <laughs> although the boy, the 12 year old boy, is a miser. He's good he's for got, him. He's got a chance to have some money because he's a he like we got him a lockbox so he can so his sister can't go in and steal his money. So and he's got the the thing so he keeps it. He keeps the cash in there, but. Uh, Anyway, that's uh, that's a, that's a that's another issue here. That uh, the the, but the wife's always complaining because I've talked to family members and and they, why don't they call me? Well, because you're not going to answer. They know if they text me, I will respond. Does she have the numbers in her or, or yes, the names yes, with the numbers? Is, so, but you got to look. Okay, you got to look at your phone. To respond, I always look. I look all the time. I and if don't I, answer it, and but if it's I a look. text that I'm interested in, right. or a family member wanting to answer a question, I'll respond, which makes which makes it easier for them to know that if they want to get a hold of us, to go through me. Yeah. So, that's hard to explain to the bride. God love her. I would never predict that you would be the go through person in the relationship, but you know, well, not. In the relation, in the no, no, but I'm saying family, like when people within re- the yeah. family, yes. yeah, but when people reach out, that's right. So the hockey team won one. The Gus Gus looked good in the net. Uh, yeah, on Saturday, yeah, yeah he Gus played pretty well. Carolina played a very strange game. They're they, supposed to be good, right? Yeah, and they scored a really nice goal, took a one nothing lead, and then played, played conservative Jacques Lemaire prevent really? defense the rest wow. of the game, and and it cost him. And then Goo, that was a great story. Goligoski, who is absolutely cooked. Thousandth game. They honored him, and so they played him for the first time. What deck since the third game of the season? Yeah, like two weeks. Three they weeks. hadn't played him in forever. And he got a goal. And the overtime goal, and no one could figure out why he was on the ice in overtime when it's three on three. Mm-hmm. He would be the last guy yeah, next to the backup a, goalie be on the ice. That's another reason sports are a mystery. It's weird, man. It's great. Stuff like that happen. Greatest yeah. reality television that exists. Is <laughs> yes, sports. it is. It is, and uh, it you know that's what we. Uh, that's what we encountered, uh, you know, with the Vikings one week to the next uh, Thursday. Who knows? Everybody says, well, boy, they're in trouble Thursday. Who knows? Oh, you don't Maybe yeah. they'll come out and play great. Who yes. Knows? But uh, I do like the PTSD, though, of, I mean, Twitter, first quarter, Twitter yesterday lit up. They're, I knew they were terrible. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. I knew they sucked. I had those one. Who out there didn't know this was coming was one of their things. Well, the point spread went from two and a half to one and a half. So whoever bet on Minnesota brought it down. And then everybody who did the skull cheer, they didn't know it was coming. They were happy as could be from what I could tell. And me, I didn't know it was coming. I thought I kind of liked the buy because this team lost to Green Bay. Yeah. They just stunk it out against Green Bay. Trying to figure out anything in this league, mm-hmm. damn near Crazy impossible. League. Crazy, exactly right. Crazy Did you league. see some of the stuff yesterday, though? Philadelphia, 
barely beats the Colts. Mm-hmm. The Colts led most of the game. The Lions beat the Giants. Yes. It is absolutely goofy. Sid wasn't wrong about that. No, it is. Uh, you know, and look at it. The Rams, terrible. Yep. Why Why do they, why are they terrible? They got, you know, they, they gave up the house for these guys and they let Von Miller go or another couple of guys, but they're not that much different than they were last year. Cups hurt now. Yeah, Cups hurt and Stafford, I think, was concussed again. Yeah. Like Darisaw, he he went out again. He he won't be back for a while. I bet the genius, the boy genius, wishes he'd gone through with his threat to go to TV. Now, then, mm-hmm. then we'd be saying, oh, boy, Sean, look at They lost Sean and they're 3-7 and seven or whatever they are. And how much would he be making in TV, too? He would. Yeah. Couldn't happen to a better guy than Crocky, though. I'm glad to see it. You know, every time I go in the Huntington Bank Stadium men's room in the press box, yeah, I think, think of when <laughs> I think of when Stan's goons would stand. Yeah, Stan's, Stan's the only guy that brought hitmen to keep you from going in because they were they thought Jim Thomas, yeah, from, Jim Thomas from the Post Dispatch, would follow him into the. Uh, that was the only reason. That was yeah. the only guy that they were afraid might try and go take a whiz by Stan. <laughs> yeah, well, Stan, so you don't talk to us in months. Yeah, Thomas would have went after him for damn sure. So that's all right. By the way, I looked it up. Previous most lopsided home loss in Viking history, the Cardinals in '63, yep. like the third or fourth game of the season. Yep, fifty to fourteen. Sonny Randall. Three touchdown uh, receptions, one of them 68 yards for 159 yards, two from Charlie Johnson, who was their old quarterback, and then some guy named Humphreys. So they called off the dogs, but they still scored a touchdown to a 50 to 14. I, I, I have very vague. I, I didn't when, remember that game. When did they go to St. Louis? Because didn't Chicago play? Didn't the Chicago Cardinals play? Played a, here. A they went to St. Louis in six. I think they went in 60. Okay. I think they went because uh, they were here, and uh, the guy who was married to the what's the family that Bidwell owned? the Bidwells the guy who was married to the Bidwells, uh, Bill the original Bidwells mm-hmm. died, and his wife married a guy named I believe Walter Wolfner, and Walter was running the team because and and they were looking for a place to play and they played. Two regular season games here in '59, I believe. Was at that Met the Stadium. Met? Okay. At the Met, okay, two regular Met. season games. I thought somebody played a parade. And they were once. very happy because they had like oh, somebody played a parade, but I'm not sure that was a regular season. But okay. they might have. But I've I've looked back at the stories. They were happy. They had fourteen thousand. You know, the Cullum and Jensen and all the guys are saying how great it was. We got to get a team. And uh, and uh, but Walter was from. Uh, I remember, Wolf was from St. Louis, so okay. so he kind of they, he had the same deal, and they had uh, they'd built was it the old Bush Stadium still, or had they built the new? Yeah, it must have still been the old Bush Stadium. But yeah, that must, was the first. But they must have had the uh, other one on the drawing board or something. But okay. they, they moved down there in '60, I think. Go to yeah, I think it was St. Louis before we got in the league. So okay, it had to be. Had to be. And did Chicago play? Did, did the Chicago Cardinals play at Soldier and the Cubs or, and, no, and the Bears the, played at Wrigley? Bears played at Wrigley. And this, you have the, um, and the, they played at, no, not Soldier. They played at Comiskey. Okay. Oh, they did? They okay. They played at Comiskey, but I think the Bears went to Soldier. 
before the Cardinals left town. I think they went. I'm not sure. Is there any more league? Well, b- basketball did too, but the rinky dink nature of the NFL. Once it came, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It is basketball's probably about the same. Oh, basketball was worse. There, yeah. Well, look at basketball. Yeah. When the Lakers won their six titles, five in the NBA precursor. About about four of those years, there were eight teams. And if you finish in the top three, you would play a two-out-of-three series against two, and then the winners would go to the Western Conference Finals. And one year, they made the finals, I believe. They won the Western Conference. They were 25-50, and 50, something like that. Uh, later on, when Elgin was here the last couple of years. But there were only eight, nine teams in a league. And NFL... Before uh, we were thirteen and fourteen, Dallas and the Vikings were thirteen and fourteen. There's only twelve teams, mm-hmm. so it was a you know completely but different. You look where they played, the fields they played. Oh on God, the... yes. You watch the, you watch, you look at where the Jets, Namath played the NFC title, AFC title game. <laughs> you know the, where the hell were they playing when he was Shea? I suppose, but there's no grass. It's nope. just, it's just. There's and the lines are the baseball diamonds still there. The lines are through the middle of the mud and stuff like that. Yep. The fields are unbelievable. Yep. Now the turf's a little loo. You know, this might not be the right kind of turf. Well, the the uh, the Vikings Rams and the Coliseum, what the Mud Bowl, seventy six, seventy seven. Well, seventy seven, I believe, because. Uh, they were going to, uh, you know, that was the end of the line for the Vikings. The Rams were finally going to get the Vikings. They finally had them at home yes. for the playoff game. <laughs> yes. And then we got 20 inches of rain, and the, the Bobby Lee played quarterback, and they beat him. There's the, no field? Tarkington was hurt. I, that was the year Tarkington got hurt. Yep. And uh, That's right. And uh, Bobby Lee beat him in the mud. There's the no mud. field, though. It's no. incredible. You yeah. watch it. Yeah, it is. It is, and now it's. Can you imagine uh, that? Now, now we got the state high school league, making sure that if you're in the state quarterfinals before you go to the dome, that you play on an artificial turf field at all all classes. Really? Yeah, that, oh, I didn't know I, that. I think they because a lot of them were in the Fargo Dome, but a lot of them were just like I went to uh, the reason Jackson and Howard Lake. Played a quarterfinal game at St. Anthony was because they had artificial turf. Okay. Yeah. So all these high school fields that have artificial. So we turf. can't even we can't, can't even do the quarterfinals high in the high school, school fields. They got we got to get them a good field. So that's uh yeah that's uh, the 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 agronomy has improved a little from yes. from when the boys came here. Well, the Vikings. I've always told you when they would prepare for late season games. Mm-hmm. After the first snowfall at Met Stadium, I was out there a few times watching practice from the press box instead of freezing my ass off down there. They would pull back about 30 yards of the tarp and practice down there in front of the scoreboard. And and Freddie wanted to practice his kicks. They'd have some guy up there in the bleachers, and they'd kick him, and he'd catch him and throw him back because, you know, they were— and the punters, oh, God. if you wanted to punt, you'd you punt from one end, the ball would go down and land in the snow, and they'd have to bring it back out of the snow. And you'd have to kick the same ball because they they had about eight footballs for practice, you know, maybe ten. So yeah, Life was more fun in many mm-hmm. ways, I think. Well, Midway State, you know, they 
as long as the Twins were playing, they'd practice at Midway, the old, the original yep. Medway Stadium, not not the second one yep. that you all remember from the Saints, the one that was on the other side of uh, Snelling Avenue over by the State Fairgrounds. And that, that was what St. Paul tried to build to attract a Major League Baseball team because they wouldn't get on board with Met Stadium. And uh, that, but the Vikings would practice, leave Man, leave Mankato, Bemidji first, and then Mankato, and practice at uh, at Midway until the Bay, Twins stopped, and then they go out to Met Stadium. But they, you know, they'd haul in, they, you know, take like two trucks to take your equipment, you know, two big trucks. Now it would take 17 semis to do something like that, right, to move all your equipment. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the practice over. Midway, they could have a full field, which was a, an improvement on Met Stadium where they could, you know, when once it got snowy and icy, there's no one. The most famous one is when Bud, when the Rams were going to play here, the big, the famous George Allen game. Was that the first Super Bowl they went to? I think so. And the Rams came in 69 and, no, it might have been later. Because yeah, I, I think Cleveland but, was 69, right? Yeah, yeah. Bud went to, George Allen brought the Rams in here to practice, and they practiced at McAllister to get used to the conditions, and Bud took his team to Tulsa to get out of these conditions. He wanted to get. Although, once they got down to Tulsa, it was like 30 degrees, and uh, but but George Allen had Put up, they put up big tarps so nobody could watch what they're doing there. And oh. I've told you this, Ralphie Reeve, sister, I think sister, maybe aunt, lived across the street from the field, and she had a one of those old houses with a you know two stories and then kind of an attic with a window up there. And Ralphie when Ralph Ralphie didn't go to Tulsa. Ralphie went over there and watched him practice. He didn't know what he was watching. But he wrote a few things in the St. Paul paper about, you know, this and just to drive George crazy. We <laughs> just to drive George nuts. That sure works. Oh, Dad, he was nuts. He went crazy. He was, you know, he went, George was, George was insane anyway. So, yeah, they've uh, they've improved their uh, stuff that they, the, the place out in Egan is an improvement on. Uh, just a little bit. On, uh, on practicing at Met Stadium before the season starts. So how do you think old young O'Connell's uh, take, taking this one? In stride or uh, rattled? Um, mostly in stride, probably. Mm-hmm. It, here's what would rattle me, though. The defense. Because when you get run against like they did, yes. that would worry me. I actually think the offense, while it was terrible, mm-hmm. um, I don't think your offensive line, I hope it's not going to be that bad on Thursday. Yeah. But, man, you put a lot of things on film about the run game that would mm-hmm. concern me. Mm-hmm. Now, but the you don't have who's who's trying to move you would be, uh, you know. Yeah. But I'll never forget the the day. It was a long time ago that I decided Belichick was a genius, and that was when he brought when Chile had a good team that early that season. Oh yeah, Chile had a I'm good team, this. and the Patriots were having trouble. Halloween night oh six. Patriot. Is that what it was? It was Halloween night. The Patriots had been struggling, you know, it looked like the dynasty might be over. And Chile had a really good team, it looked like. And they came in and went four wide. Mm-hmm. And they got they got penalized on the opening kickoff from the 20 back to the 10, and they went four wide anyway. 
Remember, they went four wide the whole dink and dunk. The whole first half of the the Vikings were running around in circles. Right, because you couldn't run against them. No. So, so yeah. instead of trying to, which a lot of Pat guys Williams, did. They have the Williams. The Williams brothers, right. right. But you couldn't run against those guys. And so Belichick was, they had Brady dink and dunk. Yeah. And, then, and then I think the next week is when we went, you, me, and Seifert went uh, to Miami for the Dolphins game. Mm-hmm. And Saban did the exact same thing. Yeah. Was that the Vinny game? Was that, that wasn't the Vinny game when Vinny rumbled for. Hundred and no, 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 no. This that was, was earlier. Probably. Yeah, this the was, mini game was way earlier. Yeah, yeah. this was oh six. This was um, this was the game. I think Jason Taylor had a touchdown against mm-hmm. them, but they gave up. I mean, the Vikings gave up like I don't know three yards rushing the entire game. Yeah, yeah, they didn't care. Ridiculous. By the way, <clears throat> I uh, wrote a Dennis Denning column for Saturday, Sunday, and uh, Stevie Walsh was prominent in it and because he was Denny's left fielder. But you look back at him at Miami. Oh 20, God. Twenty three and one. Yep. The only loss was thirty one to thirty in the convicts versus Catholics game mm-hmm. at Notre Dame. And they Great otherwise game. he wins two national championships and never loses a game. But I didn't realize he came out after his he still had a year of eligibility left and he came out for the NFL draft, which you know, he'd been, he redshirted, and then he was Vinny's backup. Then he played two years, but he could have come back for another year there. Mm-hmm. When did he get drafted? Third round, maybe? Second, third round? He didn't get drafted that high, I didn't think. <clears throat> and he went to Dallas? Mm-hmm. At one point, he yeah, was Yeah, I think Dallas. it was Dallas at first. He ended up with, the, of course, he beat Denny here with the Bears. <laughs> that was a bad loss. That was the end of the Denny honeymoon. Yeah, right that was it. You're right. Yeah. Before, we, the, the, before that, we loved him. Oh, God, yeah. And then a month later, the uh, the Kurt Brown, Selena Roberts story came out, and the honeymoon was over for all of us then. Uh, let's see here. Yes, Cowboys. Let's see. He was taken... Supplemental draft, 89, first round. Really? First round, wow. But Walsh went Cowboys, Saints, Bears, St. Louis Rams, Buccaneers, Colts. Was the Bears, and the Bears he was playing because Eric Kramer or somebody got hurt? Who got hurt? I think you're right. Somebody got hurt. I think you're right. I think it was Eric Kramer. Yeah, and that was a really good Viking team, and he came in and they stunk it out that day, and that's what we wanted. I think that made Denny Owen. I think that made Denny Denny Owen three in the playoffs, yep. and we said, "What the hell?" Because the first this? time he lost, so they because in '92 he got in to the playoffs yeah. and surprised us, and they lost to Washington, and we all said, "Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's an accomplishment to get there." And by the time they got to the Bears game, a yeah. home game, they had to win it, and then they got yeah. beat. And but was the next year the Cunningham miracle game? Was it? Wasn't it the next year that '97? Well, that they they beat the him? bad loss was ninety, but the Bears' loss was ninety four, right? Oh, I thought it was early. And oh, then ninety five. No, no, they no. choked when again. When did Denny come? Ninety two. Ninety two. So they. Oh, I thought it was ninety. I thought it was. So his. they lost in ninety two. They lo- they lost in ninety three. The miracle that that he probably gets fired if they don't win was was ninety seven, right? right? Yeah. But so did he go to the playoffs his first four years? Then? Uh, yeah. Uh, 1993, No, they missed a 95. Okay, 95. okay so that had they to played be the 90. Bengals and they lost. <laughs> that had to be 94 then. Yeah. Okay. So the honey. Yeah. I thought it was. I was thinking it no, was the right fourth though. season where the honeymoon broke, but it was the third season. Mm-hmm. 94. <clears throat> 94. When we first time he ever got ripped. 
And then 95, no, nine, 96 is when they got their ass kicked to Dallas, right? Y- yes, and I think 97, he was going to be fired if they didn't <clears throat> Yeah, well, that's when he so went on. That's when the, uh, the uh, what were we called again? What were they? Uh, the cabal. The cabal. That's when the cabal surfaced because he thought he was going to get beat by the Giants. And we all thought he was going to get beat by the Giants with four minutes left in the game, and then they pulled it out. And he said, that's the way they planned it all along. Yep. So 92, he lost 24-7 to Washington. Mm-hmm. 93, they lost at the Giants, 17-10. Yeah, that was a mediocre The Bears beat him 35-18. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that was, was the, the problem. problem. Yeah, they let him up. Dallas, yeah. Dallas in 96. So they missed a 95. <clears throat> Dallas beat him 40-15. to 15, And then... Now, wasn't that with, was that with Brad Johnson as a quarterback? Who was the Dallas quarterback? I was still... Aikman. I was Aikman. Yep, okay. that's still was Aikman. Brad our, Brad our quarterback? No. Well, was, I thought Brad was involved in that game. Let me see if I can... Let, let me, me see if, if I can find out Brad was involved score. in you, that You might game. be right. I forget how the quarterbacks I mean, went because yeah, they... Well, Brad Moon was in at one point and then they went... Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, let me see. Team stats. Let me... I love pro... I love the oh, reference okay. page. Yes. Brad Johnson, 15 to 27, 208 yards that day. So we brought him back? What? Yeah, we brought Brad Brad. We That's we right. we traded him uh, in ninety in after ninety eight. They okay. traded Brad, okay, and took Culpepper because we thought Cunningham was the guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then and then Brad came back with okay. Tyson Brad in ninety back, but Brad was two thousand five. Brad was our choice then, though. That was the guy we wanted yes. playing quarterback in 96. Okay. And Brad was supposed to be the guy in 98, mm-hmm. and he got hurt twice. And Cunningham yeah, right. just kept playing yeah, great. Kept throwing the ball up in the air and letting uh, good good guys catch it. Yeah. So, it helps. Well, anyway, quite a football weekend here. I got a question for you. I'm ready. The uniforms. You covered um, the uniforms. I covered the unis. You know me, there's nobody who really cares less about them. I'm trying to figure out the M with the star. Is this now our new official logo or just one of the logos? It looks like or it's when, being pretty when, prominent. When MLB, like, puts up the Twins, you know, this yeah. is going to be Yeah, like game. a TC. In the, yeah. You're gonna, is this going to be what they have for us? Because a lot of people think they're the Marlins. But uh, mm-hmm. is that going to be us, a red I now on know. a hat they got a red hat that's got it, but it's not red on the hat. But this, it looks like maybe the red star with is it, I I couldn't tell if that was supposed to be the new logo or if it's just one of them. I don't but know what you're they're going right, to use. The fat guys are gone. Yeah, the fat guys are gone. I've they got aren't a theory. Sleek. They aren't sleek. I I I got a theory that that. Minnie and Paul are going to be different. Are going to look gonna, different. They're going to come back, but I think we're going to have. Uh, we're going to have diversity. Yes. I think we're going to have diversity. And I'm guessing that they're going to announce that at some point, but they didn't want to do it at the same time they unveiled the uniforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said, it's really a good deal to then say, look at our beautiful new jerseys. You'll want one. And then if you go on the website, 304. And if you want your name on it, I think it was 475 You're if kidding. you wanted your name on it. Oh, Your man. own name, I think, could have been. It was over four. It was over four and a half. Oh, my God. But people told me that at the pop-up that they had behind there, yeah, three with the tax, it was like almost 370 for the New Jerseys. <gasps> what are we doing? You're, you're, 
This is not a hockey crowd. This is not the family from Woodbury. Now, can I get a cheaper the, one? The bio, well, you can get a can one I get, like that. Yeah, we, we got set but one. A, that's but an not, authentic. I'll sell for two fifty. I mean, that one's probably, that's got to be 60 bucks, doesn't it? It's not high quality. But, I mean, this, this is what most, like, the, these, these are what most people will buy. What, but what they buy, want, right? I mean, you these, mean they didn't give Score North the highest, quali- the authentic one? These are not the, the authentic. Why would you buy an authentic one? I don't know. I bought the nephew. He turns seven at the okay. end of the month. I bought him one of the 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 last of the home jerseys, not, okay. the, the one from this year, because they were it was sixty five percent off. Cause they're okay. trying to clear them out, sure. And it worked out great. With the Casota Gold? Uh, no, I don't think the Casota Gold's on that one. Good. Uh, but it that uh, didn't last long at Casota. And I think and I think that was like only it. I think it was like eighty. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. And it was a kid's jersey. A hundred's fine. Yeah, a hundred's fine. Three hundred? Three hundred. Three hundred. I would never buy an original. No. As I said in my column, I kind of like the Twin Cities one. I might get a couple for Christmas. And I said, wait a minute. 304, I might not. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Unreal. Yeah, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. But, you know, I didn't, the whole thing didn't offend me except for the music. Which was too loud? Oh, God. It's terrible. That's the problem with it. No, I'm all for and new the other things. Thing but is, yeah, it's terrible music. The other thing it's is, terrible. Juice Sutton ain't funny. Juice. Juice. The Juice. Juice, a young black dude, 40, maybe late 30s. Never been to a baseball game in his life. I can guarantee you. Never even knew Never even knew the Twins existed until four days ago. I, mean, and, I don't know who Juice Sutton and is. And Juice comes out and he says, come on, welcome to this whole new era of Twins baseball. I'm saying, huh? Yeah, what, 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 what was what? poor Jamie Hirsch do, doing there? That, well, they, they, get paid, Jamie they paid yeah, Jamie to come in. So okay. She's great. Heck? Yeah, Jamie's fine. But hey, come on. Yeah. Getting fired, people people fired up. But this is a Joe Polad production. So Yeah, yeah that's interesting. So is, is this indicative of him having more control over the whole thing? He's in charge of marketing and communications, but not officially. But he's he's the guy they report to. You know, I don't think just make it official. Then signed my severance check about five years ago. That worked out well. Oh, Did from he? from go from go. Yeah, go, when I was at go 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 away. Hey, now remind me. Uh-huh. I don't want to put this all on Joe Polad, but yeah. didn't the Polads pay like twenty five million for that station? Yes, uh, they paid a pretty hefty fee for both ninety six well, and ninety five. Okay, yes. they, so they got two of them. Yeah, they had two, and, and when they, they sold them. them for a four, did I see? They I believe sold. that is correct. Yeah, so that was. Let's hope that Joe's influence oh. with the twins is a little is a little more positive. The poll ads investment and business decisions in media entities is a college class because they've now, all now, to, now not because they've also got Victory Sports One. Yeah, that was was that was them. Yeah, that, that was, was the poll ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't work out too well in the Metrodome trying to get a new stadium. That was the only that cost me money. Because we were off the air for uh, a month or six weeks. Sports Show uh, jumped. Yeah, well, right? we, we jumped the victory. Maxie was tied in with Victory Sports. Yeah. So we jumped the Victory Sports. Left MSC. And he got, let, let, I thought that was the end of the Sunday Bonanza, but he came back on Channel 29. I think it was no, 23. 23. 23. 23. One, one of those. We came back on one of those. Yeah, you and. We were out there for about Sid six weeks. Dark so. and Maxie and Scout. Oh yeah, stout or stout? Yeah, stout, your dog stout. was always there. We got we had him until you know near the end at the station. He was banned, and that kind of took the whole spirit out uh, of the whole yeah. thing. Well, they banned him. They, they, 
pee on the floor? <laughs> no, he never peed on the floor in his life. He just they thought it looked He'd they thought there. it looked unsanitary, apparently. Oh, come on. He loved that cold floor. It was a cement floor. Oh, yeah. Floor dogs are all dogs. He you can't like now, cold floor. Now yeah. you'd say, you're anti-dog. Yes, yes, right. right. And they're trying to cancel take... my dog. Yeah, I, need, my I, dog. I should have said, I need him for comfort. Emotional support. Yep. I'm an old man. I yes. got bad knees. I need the dog. Yep. And if you said that, you can go yeah, anywhere. Yeah, I would have been able to tell him to go to hell. The dog keeps showing You can go to Costco up. with him then. You can go to the grocery store. Just say emotional the support. The best fun about Stout was we were in the basement, you know, and it was it had to be... 18 steps up, back up out of the basement, probably. He insisted, Stout did not like you to get up to the top of the steps ahead of him. That's you know, yeah. it bothered him. Yep. And Sid would get started, and Sid could still move, and he'd be trying to push Sid out of the way and beat him and Sid. It was basically a competition. <laughs> it was a competition. Let me tell you something, Stout. Yeah, and then we did, and then when Stout died, awesome. we were still on the air. And we did a, you know, eulogy to him, and Sid turned it into a eulogy about some friend of his who had a dead. And that is like when Dark died; he turned it into a eulogy about some friends of his. He he wasn't he wasn't really good at sticking to the person who person or animal that had just died. The the estate sale is still my favorite. Oh God, yes, <laughs> Darkies. Yeah, well, and Sid. Taking umbrage oh, yeah, and, and selling his, his own, own like clothes. Yeah, having his own estate sale. Darky, I don't know what he what what his heirs <laughs> what not his heirs the debtors what his debtors got out of it. But uh, Sid didn't do well on his because he didn't have. Well, Dark had all this well, memorabilia. Was, yeah. Well, plus the other thing is, Sid didn't want to sell his like goods, his photos and. Stuff like that. He wanted you to take the cheap stuff well, off his hands. I, I heard that there were clothes. Yeah. Like Sid was trying sell to sell clothes. off old clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's where you told him, Sid, you won. Dark's dead. You're yes, alive. Yeah, you don't have to beat him anymore. You beat him. Uh, All right. What right. the hell? Let's hope that Thursday and this weekend are as exciting as last weekend. And don't forget. The Badgers are very difficult. Oh God, they're tough. They're everything, everything. Don't believe. Uh, don't believe the standings. By God, they're good. So, all right. See ya. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing and returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone. Packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog, Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect. Filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers, 
Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.